this universe, there's only one absolute. Everything freezes. This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume! Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm, except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Boy, love, it appears we got a penis in the mail. (laughs) I glued my fucking eyes shut! (laughs) I just want to see all these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. (laughs) Oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Uh, today is Tuesday, January the 26th. It's the last week of January up in this bitch. 2016, and this is episode number 325 of the com podcast. Flagship title of your podcast network. Find all that shit at pcn.panelsonpages.com. I'm your host, the uh, Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me on the line tonight, we've got Mr. Jason Nyes. Constable Zuvio sung to the tune of Susu Studio. <laughs> Jose Guzman. Do, 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 do. And this <laughs> night's slow dance night, we're going to be jamming all night long. In the uh, words of good old JR, conspicuous by his absence. Is uh, our, our dear friend Comic Kelly, who has caught a uh, a stage four case of the sniffles. Yep. Very sorry to hear that. The fucking it's guy. Easy to laugh. The but, fucking you know, guy cannot catch a break in 2016. <laughs> the, the sniffles are no joke. Not at all. <clears throat> sniffles is serious business. I myself am working on what I hope to be some pretty bitchin' sniffles myself. We can only hope. <clears throat> See, uh, as you uh, may or may not be aware, um, we got some weather <clears throat> over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. Just fucking straight beautiful skies, <laughs> bright sun, fucking just, you know, not cloudy days. It was actually. I'm talking about borderline beach. It, it was actually pretty cold here the past week. <laughs> <laughs> today was nice though yeah today was we had, definitely we had, warming up no, we had two cold days and one no we had like two freezing nights two cold days and a eh it got goddamn frigid uh here and we got us some snow like not as bad as some places like of course the east coast got just fucking murdered and you know even uh you know even like the Atlanta area, oddly enough, got like two and a half feet of snow. It was absolutely ridiculous. Um, but you know, we didn't get nothing here. It was you know a few inches. It was it was not nothing. <coughs> but a couple inches is enough to just yeah, it I, is. I mean, shut this bitch down, you guys. <laughs> like it's it's fucking crazy. Like if you know how to work them inches, you can shut down an entire night. I mean, it's not gonna hit the bottom. <laughs> But, but you'll shut it down. There you go. 
uh, I mean, most of the people at the office were either left early or didn't bother coming in Friday because, you know, <laughs> the threat was there of it being bad. <clears throat> and, and, and truth be told, by the end of the day Friday, it was, you know, it was shitty. So, <clears throat> you know, their, their paranoia, you know, was warranted on some level. But as a result of that, I got word Friday that my uh, jiu-jitsu tournament was postponed. <clears throat> I'd been trained like a goddamn monster all week long. <clears throat> it was definitely in what you would call fighting shape. So that sucked pretty bad. Uh, they're going to do it this week instead. So I, I feel pretty good about it. I'm coming home with some fucking metal. Like, I can feel it in my bones. It's happening. You better. I can feel it. Don't you come good. back to this podcast empty-handed. No, I will come back a goddamn winner. <laughs> the medals are cool, but uh, I want well, one a goddamn belt, motherfucker. I want one of them belts. I want one of them belts. Uh, I got a belt's flyer great. today, uh, or a postcard from uh, Naga uh, about the tournament they have coming up in April, and they do the belts. I want one of them fucking belts, you guys. <laughs> I'm coming for that belt. It's so sweet. It's just, it's pretty fucking cool. I, I know you know you know better than most. I would say. I know, but the, the that's joys. still that, that's still yet to be proven. Mm. I've seen we haven't even hit the, the Super Bowl belt. yet. So how <laughs> do we have a champ and we haven't even hit the Super Bowl yet? <laughs> Does fantasy football have a slaughter rule? Is that what happened? I don't know what's going on, but I I need to talk to the commissioner about this. <laughs> but uh, motherfucker, I got that commissioner so deep in my pocket. You don't even know. Oh, so the collusion comes out now, huh? No, no, we're not colluding. Fucking he's just he's just tiny, and I need to carry him around in a pocket. And you guys have the commissioner in your pocket, <laughs> huh? Yeah, not colluding. It's just a matter of convenience. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't say huh. we have the commissioner in our pocket, or else Mary would have kept that belt. No, because in the house is just as good. You guys are sharing. You're taking turns. Yeah, I imagine I'm, Mary would disagree. Yeah, I'm I'm sure. With the way I've been acting since I've become champion, you know, the Reign of Terror and all that, she would have preferred <laughs> to keep the belt. The Reign of Terror and all that. <laughs> she came home uh, Friday night, and we're getting ready to go out, and she sees the belt sitting on the couch, and she's like, what is that doing there? <laughs> because just before she got home from work, I had been doing a photo shoot with me in the belt. <laughs> Polish it up nice to- and shiny. Yeah. You need to just be waiting in the bed naked with the belt around oh, you. Oh, that's going to happen. That's going to happen. I, I keep yeah. telling her I need to get like a velvet bag for it so I can bring it with me to places, but, you know, keep it, uh, you know, under wraps. So I don't. Well, just- if that thing comes missing, uh, don't come looking at me. You're going <laughs> to fucking put a tag, put a tag on it. You're going to R-Truth it? Enable. Am I going to what? You're going to R-Truth gonna it? GPS tag on that shit. I don't know. I'm just saying. You know, I'm I'm gonna have my alibis ready. Oh uh, yeah. So did Stephen Avery. Good luck with Aww. that. We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> so w- we decided that we were not going to let you know something bitch as weather get us. Yeah, down. fuck you, weather. Fuck weather, because my lady had. Until this past weekend, not had a day off since the Sunday after Christmas. That is nuts. I don't, you know, I'm no mathematician, but that sounds like a lot of days. It's a lot of days. 
Uh, she can tell you exactly how many days it was. And more importantly, she can tell you exactly how many of those days I had had off. She was getting a little resenty about it, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as is the human condition. I don't know what that's like at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's, I'm sure they're very alien. <coughs> but she, you know, we're going to go out. We're going to do something. We had, I mean, I, I'm talking I'm very, very modest to-do lists like you know hey you got this gift card for christmas let's go to hastings and buy yourself a, a, a shiny new mario game and then maybe we can find you one of those fancy schmancy yeti drinking cups and get some dinner and you know it's, I'm, we're more reaching for the fucking stars here people is the point i mean it's all very reasonable attainable goals and it's good logic too because you would think that everybody else would be holed up in their house so it would be a fucking ghost town out there yeah, um, they were uh, all holed up in their homes, as were the people that should have been manning said retail establishment. <laughs> we, we went out, and now, like I said, Friday was pretty shitty. It really was, you know? But no new precipitation fell throughout Friday night through clear through Sunday. So, like, by Saturday morning, it was officially the worst it was going to get, all right? And granted, back roads, not a lot of fun. But to the credit of the community around here, man, the, the, the town, the county, they got the main highways fucking cleared up. I was very impressed by that. Until we got to the next town over. Because we didn't want to go all the way to Murfreesboro. I thought maybe we'd go to Tullahoma, which is like, you know, the smaller kind of spot next town over. They had a little more retail availability. So we're going to go there. The moment, like I swear to God, like I have a cartoon. The moment we hit the city limit line, the roads were instant garbage again. Like they just stopped plowing salt and what the fuck they were doing. They quit doing it right there. But, you know, again. Hey, not, man, that's not their district. It they was not. They line. were fucking around. The city didn't give a fuck. They go right to their line. We made it to Hastings, which is like, I don't know, like a catch-all kind of place. It's very cool stuff. They have video games and movies and toys and comics, all kinds of cool shit. It's a neat place. And rolled up. Every light on this bitch is on. It's like 422. We roll up. There's a piece of paper stuck to the window. It says, we're closing at 4 o'clock. <laughs> get your shit get the fuck out well shit okay <coughs> let's try a couple places to find this fucking cup no doing not happening what is this cup it is a uh a cup yeti tumbler I, I i i want the cup they make uh they make like coolers and shit and they're they're uh my boss got me one for christmas uh they keep shit you know cold shit cold hot shit hot i mean like for hours like it's Pretty nuts. You, you know, I put ice in it in the morning with like some ice water, and I still have ice when I leave the office. Like it's pretty wild. And you know, I Nicole's like, "Hey, bring it home so I can try it out." Now, you know, nice. You're married. Yes. When 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 that sentence comes up, like you, you have to know in the back of your head, you're never getting that cut back. Like you know, if 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 the if, you know, if she liked it, I was never gonna get back. So and, I figured and, I would nip you know, that and as, as a loving husband, you know, you you're fine with that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You, you know, know, she's worked for what thirty-five days with no break. Here you go. Right. Have this cup. Have the cup. <laughs> but we going to get another one. <laughs> yeah. Well, she wouldn't take it. She says I'm getting a new one instead. I think parts of because you want my fucking baby fucking drink out of old bullshit. That is exactly it. <laughs> like if don't give me yours and then you go get a new one, I'm gonna pick mine out. You yeah, got one. Yeah. Don't do hand me downs. Fuck that nonsense. But we couldn't find one. And so finally we said, fuck it. Let's just get some food and go home. 
the, the ones, you know, let's go to Buffalo Wild Wings, and that bitch is standing room only. It's ridiculous. Right next door to Buffalo Wild Wings is a fucking KFC. And so I say, hey, you know what? I've seen commercials for these, you know, the, the Nashville hot chicken or whatever. Let's see what it's like. Let's see how it, ha- how it works out. So go, roll up to the drive-thru window. Say, hey, you know, give me some hot chicken. Say, great. And they do that thing that I fucking hate at fast food restaurants. They roll up and they say, okay, great. Uh, give me your money. Okay, cool, great. Now we want you to pull up over there and wait for a while. Yes, that is the worst because they they forget about you, I feel. They once they get you out of the drive-thru lane, they're no they're no longer in a hurry to serve you. No. And and it, it's, you know, I used to work at a Taco Bell, which is owned by, you know, the same Tricon Corporation or whatever, mm, you know, young so, brands. Like, yeah. So, no, there's a timer. Like it times yes. how long people are at the window, you know. So there's a certain KPI involved in keeping that number down. So like their shit's not together. They don't have the chicken ready, but they don't want to fuck up the numbers and make you pull ahead. Yeah, but they even in at new fast food restaurants, they fucking tape off certain parking spaces now yes. for drive through. Like yes. it's painted on the goddamn road. So everybody knows what's going Fair on. Fair point. Fair point. <coughs> but it's it's fucking garbage is what it is. Yeah. But now the thing is there are there's like the the lane for the driveway drive through and then like you know a row of cars parked next to it for some reason this day in the snowy ice over parking lot so I pull up and then sure as shit two minutes later this fucking bitch walks out and she's like can you pull up farther this guy can't get around you <coughs> because he got his food before me for reasons unknown <laughs> so after a series of events this horrible series of events I'm fucking so mad you guys. <coughs> I tear ass around, park. I, I say the words out loud. Well, fine. I'll just go inside, thus completely negating the convenience of the drive-through. <laughs> Nicole is texting. I want to know part of what's happening here. I get out, go pull on the door of the KFC. Them bitches are locked. <laughs> the dining room apparently is closed this icy day, and I made a sound, guys. I made I made a noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something kind of like that. Like fucking Colossus in the old X-Men arcade game. It was very much that sound. And I get back in the car and Nicole says, locked, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Drive back around, get it home. And you know what? You know, long story short, the chicken is pretty good. It is not, you know, legit Nashville hot chicken, of course, because that stuff is, you know, of the devil, but pretty good. And so we decided yesterday... It's not even remotely, or Sunday, I should say. It's not even remotely attempt such a fiasco again. We had a fucking Lego night, and it was delightful. Yeah, boy. Yeah, Lego night was great. Built the mystery machine uh, between Sunday and Monday. Nicole finally finished that London Tower bridge I bought her for her birthday last year. Um, that 4,300-some-odd pieces was absolutely insane. But yeah, uh, it, I it, think it, I found audio of Lee trying to get into the dining room of the KFC. Let's... Let's see. It's like you were there. (laughs) It was like that, but I'm going to say like two octaves higher. I was pissed. I actually have a link here to X-Men Arcade Colossus Yell nine minute loop. (laughs) (laughs) That's some shit that Chris Ward would make. It is. It absolutely fucking is. Oh, that's amazing. 
So yeah, that's all I got. Uh, other than I'm going to, uh, I'm going to have a, a massage tomorrow. Um, Did that once? That shit's guys. I, I I hate it, man. I hate it so bad. I, I'm not a, I'm not a massage enthusiast just because I am very very tense all the time. But like now, it really fucking hurts. So I need to take every it. time he gets massaged out. it's It's fucking bad so (laughs) so you know say say a prayer for my my painness what you got going on guys uh well you you and well you did the mystery machine didn't you while yes i did nicole was fucking around with the london bridge and it's Uh, fucking cool yeah man it is cool i i mentioned this on mentioned it to you on facebook or twitter but it's bullshit that the fucking mystery machine doesn't come with the entire gang. That is, yeah, that is goddamn terrible. I like that the they, they did have it set up to where the little studs in the back seat where you can when you put Scooby in the back, his head is clearly poking out between Fred and Shaggy in the front. That's so it, great. It's a really cool visual, but yeah, the mystery machine should have the whole gang, the whole the whole goddamn gang. And and if it's because it's the size of the, it's kind of a smaller set. It's just the mystery machine and like a few ghosts. They should have made a playset out of it. Fuck it. Yeah. Well, it is kind of cool. It does. You can pull the top off, and then the back opens up, and there right. is kind of like uh, like it splits in half and kind of like hinges open. And there is kind of like a uh, like a little mystery center in there, which is cool. But again, Velma could man that shit, you know. <clears throat> I, I really do like it. it. Is very cool. But you know, the like Daphne is in the lighthouse playset and the mansion. And the lighthouse is like fifty-five bucks, and Velma is only in that big ass haunted mansion that's like ninety bucks. And neither of those come with a mystery machine, right? No. So neither one. <laughs> they're but counting Fred on only you. Comes with the mystery machine. They're counting on you to buy all three of those. Yeah. But you can get away with getting the mystery machine and the mansion, and that'll get you the whole gang. Or you know what? Fuck it. Just it's a dude's night out. Fred. Scooby, Shaggy, they're, they're just—they're going to find some hooker ghosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to find some fucking some 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 ghosts. All right, little little strange action. Well, it, it is pretty cool though. Yeah, uh, uh, the the zombie that it comes with, like a zombie and like a like a robot tree thing, but the the back of the zombie head has like the zipper of the mask painted on it. Nice. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Very pretty cool. neat. Well. uh my wife and I were kind of sick of, you know, every week on the podcast, I hate to be like, oh, did nothing. You know, we watched TV, fucking worked, and now we're back here again a week later. So I decided we were going to do some activities. And there you we, go. we pulled out our Lego Millennium Falcon that we got for Christmas in 2014. That Holy we had shit, never that was? Well, I mean, it was, it was last Christmas. It wasn't this past Christmas. Right. Oh, yeah, because well, you guys were kind of getting ready to move around that time, right. so it didn't make so much sense to bust it out, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, did you price it before you busted it out? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. To make sure it hadn't skyrocketed in price since. Good call. You know, Lego is uh, more a better investment than gold these days, everyone. But uh, we busted out. We put on Empire Strikes Back. It was six groups of bags, but you know, each you know the for those that have haven't done a Lego set in a while. You get a big box, and then it comes with the instruction booklets and a shitload of bags, and the bags are all numbered. These Unless were numbered you get that big fucking bridge. In right. which case, fuck you. Which that's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, this set was numbered one to six, but it's not just six bags. Like one has 
three bags. Two has four bags. Three has two bags. Four has nine bags. Right, 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 right. So you just you just go through one section at a time. We were able to get through. And the instructions, uh, when you bust up, they'll tell you, like, hey, in this section of the instructions, you're going to need all the one bags. Yeah. So we get got through the first two phases by the time the credits rolled on Empire Strikes Back, and she was falling asleep uh, one night. And then the next night, we put on Return of the Jedi and powered through the rest of it. Uh, we didn't quite finish by the time Jedi was over, so we put on Spaceballs. Nice. But, uh, yeah, we finished that thing, and it's it's great. Like, when we built the first two phases, it was kind of just the floor, the bottom. And I was bummed out because it seemed kind of small. And that's always the case with Lego sets. They always end up being smaller than you expect. So I was a little bummed. Pretty then, much all the time, yeah. That's but fair. then once we got the walls on there and the and the <laughs> you know the the two little forks that come out the front of the Millennium Falcon and the uh, ceiling and all that on there, it's it's a decent size. So not too bad, and it, it comes stocked with minifigures. You got. Han, Chewie, Luke, Leia, and Darth Vader, which is weird because when has Darth Vader ever ridden on the Millennium Falcon? <laughs> that is kind of weird. I would have much rather had a you know C three PO and oh and Obi Wan. I would have much rather had a C three PO and R two D two. Oh, I guess what we could do is we could have Obi Wan and Darth Vader having their lightsaber fight outside the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, bitch. yeah, there we go. <laughs> but it's cool, have man. You seen the uh, have you seen the Lego like the the carnival stuff they've got right now? No, we've got uh, a Joker Carnival set though. Oh shit! Yeah, you got you bought it. Uh, we we got that a while ago. It's it's like a little um, roller coaster thing, and yeah, that thing is it's awesome. Joker, the Joker's Funhouse. Yeah, they, they've got a they've got a a Ferris wheel and like a scrambler type thing you can get. There's two different sets, and the Ferris wheel is like two feet tall. Uh, and the the scrambler comes with like that thing and like a dunk tank and like a one of the you know ring the bell with a hammer kind of games whatever. Nice. And it all collapses down to go on the back of the trucks, so you can like carny it up. You and can then, legitimately be, be a Lego carny. Yeah. And then the tumbler and the scrambler, I mean, and the the uh, the Ferris wheel, you could attach a uh, motorized kit to it, so they spin. That's very cool. It's pretty fucking rad. The besides not having an R two and a C three PO, the only mm. other thing that really bummed me about, out about this Millennium Falcon, which is great, I love it, but you can only fit Han in the cockpit, and there's no pathway from the cockpit to the interior. That's kind of a bummer. To put him on there, you essentially have to remove the cockpit. So the uh, the the DeLorean time machine that came out a couple years ago. I got that, built that. It looks great. I love it. But it is literally like one stud's width too narrow to fit Doc and Marty in the driver's Ah, boo. Like one more stud width that they would both fit. So now if you really want to get them both in there, you have to take the arms, one of the arms off of one of them. <laughs> <coughs> hey, bullshit. That might be worth it. Uh, Friday I saw night. the... Uh, the new Falcon at Toys R Us today. They finally had some in stock. Yeah, and like that one, man, it's it's stacked with just about everything you need. It's got Han, Chewie, Finn, Ray, BB-8, and like a couple of the you know bounty hunter guys and hand screwing over when you kind of first meet him. It's it's a fucking stacked set. Oh, uh, Kanji Club. That's the one. Yeah, the Kanji <laughs> Club. But uh, it's more like um like brown in color. 
Well, it's gotten dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is how many you touch? <laughs> it's getting. It's got that sandblasting from Jakku. It's been on Jakku all this time. Why does everyone want to go back to Jakku? Jakku. <laughs> Uh, so for Christmas, I got Mary two tickets to Star Trek: The Ultimate Voyage. It's a Star Trek in concert. It's a Ooh, live orchestra nice. as they play cl- uh, little montages on a screen, and that was at the new Dr. Phillips Center, Walt Disney Theater downtown Orlando. So very cool date night. Uh, she really enjoyed it. We had some pretty sweet seats. Uh, uh, good night. Good night. Uh, got some That's sushi. Awesome. Uh, you know, really spectacular date night for me and the wife. Uh, then over the weekend, since it was nice and cold, and it's been years since I've made my signature stampede chili, we went to Walmart on a Saturday, which is abysmal, and got a bunch of ingredients to make chili. Uh, fucking ground beef, dude, pulled pork, sliced chorizo, and cubed chicken breast. Black beans, corn, spices out the ass, a fucking PBR in there, uh, and then just set it in the slow cooker. Oh, and a bunch of peppers and onions and vegetables and stuff, and just put it in the slow cooker Saturday night and let that shit cook it's all day. It's not often you see a photograph make you actively salivate. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, man, it was so good. Like, chili is kind of idiot-proof, I feel. I, I feel like anyone can make a chili. But man, my chili's good. <laughs> but it gives you like a lot of room for creativity. Yes, yes, and and I've been doing the stampede concept for uh, about ten years now. And you know, the concept is it's got all the fucking animals in it, and they're because yeah, it's buddy. so it's so hot, they're all just stampeding out of out of your mouth <laughs> and down or your butthole. Your butt. Yeah, down your butthole. I've I've had some really uh, extreme poops the past few days. <laughs> Stampede <to> the toilet. <laughs> Extreme. Uh, but uh, we were able to, you know, eat some chili and watch some NFL football Sunday, and then Royal Rumble Sunday night. I convinced Mary to order the the network and uh, really good show. Uh, I got caught up in it emotionally because the last two years the Rumble has just pissed me off to the point where afterwards I'm just online bitching about it for hours <laughs> you know last year we canceled our wwe network subscription in protest and this year it was triple h won it and he won the title it was for the title so that pissed me off but i think it pissed me off in the correct way in the storyline way in the kayfabe way where you don't want triple h to be the champion because he's the fucking boss and they did it smart where you know, because Roman Reigns is their main guy right now that they're trying to push that just isn't really catching on. And they were smart not to have it be Triple H and Roman Reigns in the final two because then they'd be getting booed, both of them. The, and that's something that they've had to deal with the past two years is, you know, their their face Royal Rumble winner getting booed. So they eliminated Roman Reigns second to last and had the last two be Dean Ambrose and Triple H. So you're like, fuck oh. yeah, fuck yeah, Ambrose, he's going to do it, you guys. He's going to do it. He did not do it. Who, who took out Reigns? Uh, Triple H took out Roman Reigns and um, DX Wait, What number did Triple H come in? 30. So, so the, what, the last guy, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
That's fucked up. There were a lot of great moments, a lot of good matches besides the Rumble. You know, um, AJ Styles debuted. Uh, was he the only cool? Uh, they had uh, Sami Zayn came in from NXT, which was cool. You know, Triple H was a surprise. Uh, really, that there weren't many big surprises that came in in the Rumble. Uh, but you got some good interactions between Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and AJ Styles and, um, you know, a bunch of them. At one point, you had all three members. Is that Brule? No, no, no. AJ, AJ Styles, is, that's uh, you're thinking of shit. Uh, Frankie Kazarian is your th- you're thinking of is Steve Brule. <laughs> did, did Tom Houston show up? <laughs> no. No, I don't think he's even in TNA anymore, man. Uh, yeah, we we uh, I call call people up, you know, say, hey, you want to go, want to come and watch Rumble? We'll do that thing. And everybody was either too pissed scared to leave because of the snow, or they were watching football. Hence, fuck it, Lego night. Hundred percent disinterested. Yeah, I'm a sucker for the Rumble, and that's why even after two years of getting fucked in the ass by the WWE, I still convinced my wife to plop down nine ninety nine. I was especially interested this year because of the whole championship being on the line. Right, right, right. I thought that was really cool, and that allowed for, you know, the the field was wide open, even though it really wasn't. But the idea that any of those 30 guys could be the champ was very cool, I thought. At one point, they had all three members of the Wyatt family in the ring just eliminating everybody. And there were rumors before the Rumble that Bray Wyatt was going to be the winner. So you're it, it's kind of like... Um, a few years ago when it was CM Punk with the Nexus, where whenever, whenever someone came in, the Nexus would just eliminate them for CM Punk. So, you know, they cleared the ring every time. And then you remember Bro- that? And then that was Bro- good times. And then Brock Lesnar comes out and eliminates every single one of them motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, Mary had this great idea that it should have it been Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt family as the final four. They eliminate everybody. And then one, once it's just down to the four of them, the other three just eliminate themselves. They just fucking leave. Jump out. I, that would jump problem, out man, like, the I, top ropes. That would be so tough. cool. It's really easy to kind of your armchair book this shit and all that stuff. And like I'm sure, you know, if you ask them, they have they feel like really good reasons for doing the things they do and all that stuff. And that's fine. But like I just, I, you know, you you do something like that rumble stipulation where you know, hey, the, like you said, the field is wide open, but in the back of your mind, you know, it's really not. You know, right. like I just you know. Even if it was a temporary, like, fucking flash-in-the-pan run, like, you know, why not throw it to somebody like, you know, Dolph Ziggler or you know, somebody who is truly a dark horse, no one ever would pick yes. it, you know? just mm-hmm. Especially just at this point, toes. at this point, because they've got so many people injured. Like, right. they, they've been crippled by injuries, you know, no pun I've, intended. I've, that's kind of what I've gathered from just kind of listening. So, this would be the perfect time to just create a new star, and... And have them be the top guy since the Roman Reigns project just isn't working out. And, but, you know, and, and that would kind of really give you the give the the feeling that hey, you know, anything can happen yes, in this. You know, yes. like they've just got too much time and money invested in this Roman Reigns project, though. So they got to keep that going on, and, and you know that'll eventually culminate with him versus Triple H at WrestleMania for the right, title. Right. Uh, uh, besides that. Uh, me and Mary also watched on a, just on a lark. We watched the Ridiculous Six on Netflix. That's the Adam Sandler. Uh, Western. Oh, I know, I know. I watched the shit the weekend it came out. <laughs> what did you think? 
I thought it was fun. It was fun. It's it was totally fucking fun. Like stupid. It's fucking dumb. Yeah, but, but at no point does it pretend to be something it's no, not. No, you no. know. And I think it's the most Adam Sandler has tried in a decade. Yeah, yeah. Like there's, there's stuff going on there. You know, I like it. The bit where. Taylor Lautner is just swinging around by his neck was too fucking funny. <laughs> See, Taylor Lautner and Jorge Garcia are the, I think, the the two weak points of the six, easily. I think. They're well, ter- yeah, I mean, of those guys, yeah, for sure. They, uh, they have, at the bare minimum, the least comedic chops. Yeah, but uh, uh, Rob Schneider, man, he was great. <laughs> he was too funny. Terry Crews is always funny when yes. he needs to be. Uh, Nick Jake Nolte Cruz, like, you know, confesses that he's black. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Nolte just fucking grizzled and just looking like he's 190 years old. He might be 190 years old. Like Nick Nolte's the kind of guy that when you hear his name, like, oh, fuck, Nick Nolte's still alive. <laughs> like, today, when the news came out about Abe Vigoda dying, I lost my fucking mind. I'm like, he was still alive yep. until this morning? <laughs> he was still fucking alive. In fact, his name got thrown around a bunch after that string of deaths being like, someone check on Abe, Abe Vigoda, or Abe Vigoda's still alive and all these guys are dead. So I think people cursed him. <laughs> and then the last story, and I feel like this is akin to Lee's Lee getting calls from, uh, uh, what, what penitentiary was it? Uh, the Kenosha County the pretrial Ken- facility. Yes, the Kenosha County pretrial facility. 8 a.m. Saturday morning. 8 fucking a.m. My phone rings. And it's a local area code. I don't know what, I don't know who it could be, but I answer it because, you know, my grandfather recently fell and had to go to the ER. Uh, okay. You know, uh, <clears throat> who, who knows? Who knows what it could be? And... I don't have any debt anymore, so I'm not trying to dodge creditors. <laughs> you know, I there was a period of like six or seven years where I never answered my phone. <laughs> no, yeah, I still don't to this day. Like, you leave me a message, I'll call you back. But a local number, I'll, I'll answer. Eight o'clock on a Saturday morning, okay, I'll answer it. So I answer, say hello. The person on the other end of the line says, uh, who am I speaking to? <laughs> Bad start. Bad start start. when you're waking me up on at eight o'clock on a Saturday morning, and I said, "Well, who is this?" (laughs) And it was a it was an older lady. I don't think elderly, but older, and almost like a Britishy accent. Uh, But she had to be local, and she was looking for something called Providence, which I think uh, was like an insurance provider or something like that. And I tried to calmly tell her she had the wrong number. Thank you for calling. Hung up. Uh, I'm up now, so I need to go take a piss. I go in to take a piss. My phone rings again. It's the same number. Oh, no. I answer and I say, oh, uh, no. you have the wrong number. Please don't call again. Hang up. Phone rings again. <laughs> no. I pick it up and I say, you have the wrong number. Please stop calling. It's 8 a.m. on a Saturday morning. You know, apologetic, obviously a little confused as to what's going on. So I think that's the end of it. And I'm pissed. I'm pissed off. I'm awake at 8 a.m. on Saturday morning. Woke up Mary, who's usually up before 8, but it woke both of us up. I'm just angry and cold and pissed off. Phone rings again. 
This time, it is the operator calling for the lady. The operator? Because apparently this lady called the operator and gave the operator the number saying, I keep trying to call this number, but I, you know, I keep getting this fucking pissed guy. <laughs> you can still do that? Apparently. And apparently it's what old people do when they call the wrong number nine times. You can still call the operator? Yes. <laughs> yes. So after I hung up with the operator, who I did not yell at the operator because the operator was just doing their job. Uh, because I'm an old man that doesn't understand uh, technology. I had to have my wife show me how to block a number on my phone. There you go. So she, she blocked the number for me. And that same number called again the next afternoon at 3.29 p.m. But hasn't called again since. Jesus. Called so s- called six times total over two days. That's fucking crazy. I kind of wanted to call the number back on the podcast. <laughs> uh, but hey, no, we won't do that. That's why I don't answer my phone. I don't know that number. I'm not answering. Yeah, you you don't, you don't answer your phone because you think it might be the podcast calling you. <laughs> <laughs> so if, that's what's been happening if i recognize the same number more than three times that is called not left a message i put it on the, do- the block list immediately yeah that's a good that's a good policy if you do that then like they can still leave a message but the phone won't ring and i'll check a voicemail if i don't know you i'm not answering the phone on one hand i feel bad on one hand i feel bad that i Snapped at this lady so bad. Yelled at an old lady? Yes. But it was 8 o'clock on a Saturday morning, yeah, and it was that. numerous times she called. It yeah. was the civility doesn't apply at that time. It was day. downright harassment. But I guess I could have taken a deep breath and gone to my fucking computer and said, Okay, lady, who the fuck are you trying to get a hold of? We're going to find this number right now so you can stop <laughs> calling my sleepy ass. The end. Scholar and a gentleman, sir. <laughs> what do you got going on, Jose? Man, so fucking this guy, huh? You think he went? Did you say he <laughs> probably did it because he's? You're talking about Stephen Avery uh, of yeah. making making a murderer. Aha, aha. Now ask your question again. Did you say you think he did it or they did it and uh, framed him? I absolutely think that Stephen Avery is guilty. I think that Brendan Dassey is probably also guilty. But I also think the county and the sheriff's department also planted evidence. I, so I, so in essence... You can't I, have everybody no, no, do no, it. No, I, absolutely, because I feel... They should have been found not guilty, but I do not believe them to be innocent. I feel like the evidence presented in the case was... What evidence? The, exactly. The, the lack of evidence and the evidence that they actually presented was tainted. Everything was fucking sketchy. Yeah, but there was no evidence that the lady was even there. You think a guy who doesn't wear underwear... Is smart enough to scrub a crime scene? Oh, that's completely. That is one of the parts that confuses me the most. Is if 
you're stupid enough to leave the victim's car on your property, but you're smart enough to clean a garage spotless of any microscopic piece of The only blood that they found was on that bullet, which that bullet was sketchy to begin with. I, it's yeah, all there would have been confusing. blood in the cracks. They fucking tore been. up the whole concrete. No, I 100% agree with you. There should have been DNA everywhere, but there wasn't. But yeah, I, no. I, can't, I have yet to dive back into the making a murderer. No, 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 no. See, no. I think... I, I, there, there's nothing to lead that... He did it. And why would he do something like that a day before he gets paid? That coincidence is too much. And I think he's, he's he's a scumbag. He is They have why is he a scumbag? He, Just because he doesn't have underwear? He, what makes him a scumbag? Though? He threw a cat onto a fire, and that's that is proof. That is there is evidence to that. So he's you're around jerking it toward his cousin. Yeah, you're already starting off that he's not a hundred percent right in the head. Yeah, there's scumbag, and there's also like you know, kind of like half retarded as well. Right. Yes. Again, you know, half a, retarded, but you know, left no physical a, evidence. A seventy IQ. Yeah. From what I picked up, kind of reading about it, like you know, it definitely sounds like I, I'm. I tend to agree that you know, shit was not cool there, but I can't bring myself to watch. <laughs> Ten hours of it. Uh, have you, Jose? Have you you've watched the whole series? Yeah. Have you researched it at all after after watching? No. The few things that have come up afterwards that weren't included in the documentary that have helped me believe that he is guilty, but should have been found not guilty, were his DNA was found under the uh, hood latch of her car, just sweat DNA was found under the hood latch. Her PDA, her phone, and her camera were found in one of the burn barrels. And uh, they have evidence that he had called Auto Trader multiple times requesting her to come out and take pictures. And at one point, she came out and he was wearing nothing but a towel. So there is an obsession there, I feel, and that's also a motive. Now, as far as the the DNA, the blood DNA, I think it just it just comes down to he didn't kill her the the way they think he did. He had to have just probably choked her to death, and and that's what happened. You know, he probably they probably didn't shoot her, is my theory. But no, no, they didn't shoot her or slit her throat. Or no, no, her no way they slit her throat in the bed because there'd be DNA everywhere. <clears throat> so it's, just get fucking full of piss and vinegar, Jose. All <laughs> kinds of outrage. He's mad at me. <laughs> 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 I'm just telling you my honest opinion. You're welcome to your opinion. There was definitely some bullshittery happening all around. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. The fucking blood vial had a goddamn pinhole in it. Yes, yes. The the thing that that bugged me the most was uh, what the fuck was the guy's name? 
There was Link. Oh, that fucking lawyer. I want to just punch. He has got. <laughs> he looks like more of a cocksucker when he shaved his mustache than when he did when he had it. Oh, that prosecutor? Yeah, he's terrible. Yeah, and then, what a fucking smug. And fuck you, guy. <laughs> and Brendan Dassey's original lawyer, too. That guy was fucking terrible. Oh, that guy was such a fucking. The. There was Link, and then there was the other guy. I forget his name, but they were the guy who the two guys who were fucking everywhere. It was Link, yeah. who was like the lieutenant, and then the the officer who was directly under him with the kind of he kind of had a flat top, and they were you know they both looked like cocksuckers. They had him on the stand, and they had evidence that he had called in the uh, license plate number or something like that of her car. He called it in, and he's like, ah, what's that license plate number again? And they read it off, and he's like, oh, okay, thanks, and then just hung up. So, like, what? What? So, I feel like he was sitting in front of that license plate. He was yeah. pulled up behind that car, and he was just calling to double check, and then did something sketchy with the car or the license plate. And then, but they ended the episode with that, so I'm thinking it's this big cliffhanger that they're going to address in the next episode, and they, they never talk about it again. Yeah, it's kind of shit that I'm worried about. Like, I, hmm, I don't know. Yeah, I think I can, I can say with a reasonable certainty I will never watch it. <laughs> Just because I don't know how I can remain engaged for that long about the same subject matter. Oh, it's engaging. It is definitely engaging. Because really? there's always something that happens. Yes. It's like, what the fuck? Even exactly. Like, you will find yourself audibly screaming at the TV about some of this bullshit. Really? And and even when they give you a cliffhanger, like what I just described, but then they don't address it in the next episode, you're kind of pissed at the beginning, but then they fucking throw you for a loop with some other uh, crazy bullshit that you can forget completely about it. Well, goddamn. Well, I do like that fucking dick suck cock fuck McGee uh, <laughs> ended up disgraced and busted yes. for for sexting. Fuck you guys. <laughs> That's what you get, dick. You fucking schmuck. That's gonna drive. What me a nuts. schmuck, man. <laughs> He's Lee. The guy uh, Jose's talking about was the the prosecutor in the case, and he kind of. Looks and sounds like uh, Paul Bearer if he were a lawyer. Oh. He's kind of got that high voice like this and a little tiny mustache, and he'll send sexts to a domestic abuse victim. <laughs> oh, yeah, he got dis- uh, disgraced and had to resign because he was sexting a. <laughs> Turn that off. He was he was sexting a domestic abuse victim who he was in the process of prosecuting her former boyfriend or husband for beating the shit out of her, and he was sexting her trying to trying to get in her pants. Come the fuck on! Yeah, gross. He, he's gross, and Mary knew he was gross from the very beginning. Yeah, what a fucking fuck you guy, standing on his goddamn high horse like he's. Fuck. Okay. Just one of them guys who want to punch. Just by you don't even have to know him. Talk to him. You just see a picture of him. You're like, 
I just want to punch him. Uh, change of you, pace, you, real quick. Have you guys seen this video of Vin Diesel pitching uh, Street Sharks? <laughs> yeah, I just watched that. No, <laughs> I'll link it in the chat. It's He's in a fucking vest. It's at a. He gets into it though. It's a, it's at a. I think the 1994 Toy Fair. And he's at the Street Sharks booth, you know, demoing Street Sharks. What, what are we looking at here? We're looking at Boomer. This is Boomer. He's got the biggest mouth of them all. He's the whale shark. Say hello to that round mound of pound. Leather vest. Power slam. Shark tooth Very necklace. <laughs> and he's he uh, demoing the action features. Then Holy shit, did he like, was, this is before he was anybody. Sledge, yeah. Sledge the Hammerhead. Sledge the Hammerhead loves to floor the competition with the flying headbutt. Oh. <laughs> you got me? He's the leader of the Street Sharks. He's a great He one. looks super he's intense. He's got the feel real shark. Leather skin. vest, no shirt. And he's, his special power is the right hand round. The part about punch. to come up is my he favorite. He sends a competition yes. to a watery grave. Holy shit. Boom. Nope. Death. Tell you, I want yeah, to show he's... you something up close and personal. I've got something here with such fantastic Looks like he's about to pull out his dick. Away. Really does. Head shark! <laughs> 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 And that's that's when uh, that was the beginning of Groot. That's yeah. where he pulled his inspiration for Groot from, right there. That's probably how he got Boiler Room and Iron Giant. Yep. That's He's like, check out my fucking Toy Fair demo reel, dog. <laughs> uh... Fucking see how I put this shark on my hand, and you just think it's real. <laughs> Because I'm just good. I manipulate that motherfucker. Colburn! I don't have... That's the fucking guy's name, Colburn. Yeah! Fucking Colburn. More like Cockburn. Yeah. I bet you him and that fucking... Fucking, uh... Shitball bang each other. <laughs> fucking... Uh, what was his Those name? Those two guys... Crans? So, outside of just being fucking how to make me furious, <laughs> um, I caught the, the goddamn X-Files. Who cares? I, I like, okay, I like X-Files, but I've never seen all the episodes and I've never seen a full season. So, so I don't know all of the inside shit. I saw the first movie when it came out. I didn't see the second. But I dug it. It was pretty good. It had a Sunday, Monday night, um, back-to-back season premiere. But I get, I, it's only six episodes. And Something I'm not like that, for yeah. sure if they counted Sunday and Monday as one episode. So there's five more. Or they're going to fucking shit change you and only give you three more. I believe there will be like a total of six hours. Mm, that's bullshit. Because Sunday and Monday should count as one episode. Nope. And then five more. Nope. Sorry. Do the credits roll twice? If so, it's two episodes. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> well, you know how they do them fucking lead-ins? They got me, and I ended up watching Lucifer. <laughs> and, well, which wasn't horrible. It wasn't horrible. And halfway through, I'm like, this feels a lot like Fox is trying to do a preacher before Preacher comes out. 
So I looked it up, and it is a fucking Vertigo comic. Yeah. So yeah. I did not know that. And I was like, eh, now it makes sense. They fucking did it. Well, I don't watch TV, so I knew nothing about the show. I just knew this dude was playing the devil. All I know is is finally that show has debuted, because I feel like I've been seeing commercials for it yeah, for the past nine years. That's what I'm starting to feel like Batman versus Superman. Just fucking come out already. It's close. And now they're already saying that... Uh, uh, we'll talk about it during the news. Well, it's not It's not one of my news items. Are you talking yeah, about Yeah, but the... I'll, say, I'll save it for there. Okay. Just in case. God, something will come up and I'll fucking bitch about it. <laughs> <laughs> and on the ten, downside... $10 says he never brings it up again. <laughs> downside... Pocket Morty's is not compatible with my phone. What? That's what? what it tells me. What kind of phone do you have? It's a Windows phone, isn't it? I have the LG. Which is what? Uh, Android or Windows? or? I It runs off of Android shit, I'm pretty well, sure. I think. How is it know. not compatible with your phone, then? I'm just saying what it told me, man. That's why. That's weird. That's some busted ass old phone, man. I don't do you know. have Google? It's brand new, goddamn new, man. That's bullshit. Ha- do you have Google Play? Yeah, I got a fucking Google. I, I'm in the Google App Store, which is Google Play. Look, I, I'm gonna look for it right now. <clears throat> I don't care. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna tell you what it says. I get a Pocket Morty's guide. I can get. I want the fucking guide. Well, while you look through that. Your device isn't compatible with this version. And then I'm looking down at the picture, and it shows, you know, 1 million downloads, the stars, simulation, and a picture of Lee Rodriguez giving me a thumbs up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, you should see if you need to update your phone, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe update your phone. It's not even telling me why. It just says your device is not compatible with this version. Right. Well, this version leads me to believe that you need to update your phone. How the fuck do I update my phone? Um, I'm not sure because I don't have your phone in front of me, but uh, you should be able to figure it out. I'm sure. You just need to just up- fucking give me what I want. I just need to update your operating system, man. Jesus, that update, son. So, uh, speaking of updates, uh, any updates on the political campaign, the 2016 presidential election this year, Jose? Uh, SNL gets to do a lot of good st- skits with Tina Fey, hopefully. Yeah, that this chick's fucking back. <laughs> oh God. So on my political uh, minute, Sarah Palin's back. She is the official vice president. No, to Trump. no, that is wrong. <laughs> Jesus she Christ. endorsed Trump, but still would bang. So there you go. Mm. I'd bang Tina Fey as Sarah Palin. How about that? How about it? Take them both. Take them both. What I think it's funny is I I saw it on the internet somewhere, probably Twitter. Is anyone that would have been swayed by Sarah Palin endorsing Donald Trump was already voting for Donald Trump, <laughs> right? But it, it yeah, made I don't news. think they, they leaped and bounded with that. No, it, it, it made news. 
That's what she does, man. Well, not lately. But up the in, anytime she fucking peeks her head up, man, it's a it's a it's a big deal to somebody. She's a fucking hot mess. So much. Well, speaking of Jose's political minute, we want to go to the mail. Yes, we got some mail this week. Let's go, Stimpy. Get off your ass. Look at all this fan mail. If you would like to uh, send us a voicemail, pick up your phone, call 616-951-1POP. Or you can email us, popcast at panelsonpages.com. What's uh, the mailbag this week, guys? Uh, we got a couple of voicemails from Nero. Right on. Hey, Pop guys. Uh, I got to tell you, I don't often tune in for uh, election coverage or for political commentary from you guys, but I'm not even done listening to uh, the segment of Jose reporting on me in a Democratic debate from uh, this past weekend. I got to tell you, uh, I'm, I, I think you've got a winner there. I think that needs to be a second show in your feed uh, <laughs> week from now through the election next year, him doing the recap on what's going on for the week. Um, I, I would love to hear his take on the uh, Republicans as much as the Democrats. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of Trump material for at least the next couple of months anyway. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, I, I, hope you, uh, I hope you take that in consideration. I will, uh, I'm, I'm just going to lay it out right now. I will vote for whoever Jose tells me to. So, <laughs> Uh-oh. So, uh, Uh-oh, those are big shoes to fill. Let's get this party started. Let's get this country fixed. Um, Let's make America yeah, great again. Fun stuff. Love you guys, and uh, talk to you later. Bye bye. Well, that's a that's a big responsibility on your shoulders, I mean, Jose. Like you need to seriously do your research, oof. or not, or not. Like I think maybe the fact that you don't do your research is, is what endears <laughs> him to you. <laughs> All right, uh, he follows up. He follows up. I said, "Hey guys, I'm sorry to hit you again. I forgot to mention earlier." Do you guys remember, you might not be old enough, but back in the day there used to be a regular feature, a syndicated feature on a lot of radio stations uh, called the Clarence Update, where this guy, Clarence, would do a, uh, in fact, you can still find it online. I think he still does it in some places. He's just a lot less uh, prolific than he used to be. Uh, but he basically does did recaps or does recaps of uh, soap operas every day that are, you know, like uh, two minutes long and they, they syndicate it to all these radio stations. Anyway. I was thinking that would totally be the best format for uh, the the weekly political or biweekly political update with uh, with. Uh, <laughs> I think you should totally do listen to a couple of those episodes and and then figure out uh, how he could do that similarly. I'm already just laughing my ass off thinking about it. Anyway, uh, still love you guys all in the fans. Take care. I'm, I'm going to assume that none of us know what the Clarence update is. No idea. All right. I I'm going to look it up. I just looked it up on, on YouTube, so I, I got one pulled up right here. It's the Clarence update, March 8th through 12th, 2010, of The Bold and the Beautiful. I, for, I forget about the podcast. Hey, everybody. You've landed on TheBoldandTheBeautiful.com. I'm Clarence, oh and I'm here to tell you what went down on The Bold and the Beautiful. It was a hot week. Agnes lost the baby she was caring for Nick and Bridget when Nick invited Agnes over to the house for dinner, knowing Bridget cannot stand the woman. Talking about... <laughs> You ladies need to learn how to get along. Bridget was like, no, you need to get her out of my face. The argument ensued, and that's when Agnes fell down the stairs. Nick was all, Bridget, honey, it wasn't your fault. Bridget say, I know that. It was your fault for having that trap over here. Bridget stormed out and went straight to Owen, who took her to the beach house for some comfort sex by candlelight. (laughs) Okay. 
Uh, you get it now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, I would. Uh, I'd listen to that. I I would give uh, a part of my news segment to a, a Jose politics update. Damn right. Or, or fuck it, let's get rid of comics. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'm so the next thing is the Republican debate, January twenty eighth. Uh yes. Which uh, did you hear the news about that? Trump's bitching that if this chick's going to be, if, if she treats him unfair, he's leaving. He's already said that he's not going to show up. He's, because of what, Megyn Kelly, right? Right, right. Megyn Kelly did the first Republican debate is going to be there. So he thinks she's not going to be fair. So he already uh, said he's not coming. He said that he wins all the debates anyhow. They always, uh, uh, he gives them great ratings, which they haven't gotten in decades. So. He Jesus. says, fuck you, Fox News. I'm going to stay home. I'm going to win this debate from home. Good God. And then, not to step all over Jose's political shoes, but did you see the shit that Donald Trump said this week that's making the news? No. That he can shoot somebody and oh, that. still not yeah. lose vo- yes. voters? <laughs> Holy shit, man. Like yeah, he's I mean he's a hundred percent right. right. He he's is totally right. Totally right. But please don't say that. Please don't say that. It, not only that, you know, you're saying that you could shoot someone, and second of all, in this fucking climate of gun control and shootings, don't say that, Donald Trump. Just don't do it. Apparently he hoards Bibles. Did you guys know this? Trump? Because people send him Bibles as gifts gifts. And he has a thing that he doesn't want to, like, throw a Bible out, so he just has a fucking room full of bi- gifted Bibles. That's so does he weird. swim through them like Scrooge, Scrooge swims through money? <laughs> I think swimming through a Bible would necessitate, or would, would qualify as doing something bad to a Bible. Well, it depends if, I mean, if you think, eh. Come on, now you're, you're you're just how more how much more immersed in the word could you be? Uh, Jose, I'm going to suggest you this. Uh, Daily Show is on Hulu. You should watch the Daily Show to to help you catch up on the on the the big news beats of the week. Agreed. And those usually come out the day the morning after. And it's a, you know, it's it's no John Stewart, but it's still a good watch. My wife thinks that what's his name is cute, but I think he laughs at his own jokes too much. Well, somebody's got to laugh. <laughs> yeah, I, I fully Nolan. endorse this idea. All right, I'm writing the dates down. <laughs> Just uh, keep keep abreast of what's going on in the world, man. So we got the. 28th and the 6th. The Those sixth are the next two. Is the what? Republican the Demo- debate. Uh, what I thought the 28th was Republican. Is two Republican debates? That's what it says. Okay. Fox you, News is doing one and ABC News is doing and one. You You're also need to keep up on when the oh, Iowa caucuses, you know, the New Hampshire primaries, all that shit. Keep us up to date on when we need to register to vote and all that stuff. You have an awesome responsibility now, dude. <laughs> you guys know we got a black president? Yeah, for like eight years now. <laughs> Seven years. God, they showed the... You, you can always find them for all the presidents, but they showed... I saw the other day. Um, 
you know, the picture, you know, the, the for, you know, day one versus like, you know, now on Obama. Oh, yeah. He, oh, boy. Every, yeah. All the time. They always age so much more than seven years. But still, black don't crack. I He's he's not hung cracked. <laughs> <laughs> he melted a little. But <laughs> yeah. He stood, oh, he stood real hmm. close to that fire. Fucking crazy. All right. I guess I'll fucking have to be the one to steer this country in the right direction. <laughs> Make America great again, Jose. Jesus. <laughs> one joke at a time will turn this country around. And you know, it don't 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 worry about you know, writing a script or anything. I think part of the charm is it's free flow, it's off the top of your head. You know, just have bullet points of points that you want to hit. I may have sounders. <laughs> well, if you think of anything, you need help. Let us know. Damn we'll right. talk. Absolutely. We need to fucking like Japan shit sounder still. Because <laughs> boy, do you like Japan shit. Got some Japan shit today, as a matter of fact. Yeah, hey, this this ridiculous sound. Here we go. This this is the sound that the the Star Burger. Transformation device makes. Oh, the series of noises. The okay, Star so Ninja. You, you push the button and does this. And now it'll do this, I think, indefinitely. Like it, it doesn't stop until you spin it. It does this. It goes. a lot happening in this thing. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? I'll play it for you right now. Has the jury reached a verdict? In the case of Jay versus Dante Hicks, we find in favor of... <laughs> We're sorry. Due to circumstances beyond our control, the script to the rest of the episode was lost on its way overseas. Luckily, the episode was finished by the Korean animators. We hope you enjoy the new ending. We find in favor of... Big American Party! Big American Party. <laughs> Yay! Disco dancing. Lots of fun. Good time for all. I'm having very good time. Robot dancing. Oh no. Please. Quickly in here. Who is driving? Oh my god, Bear is driving. How can that be? <laughs> I think we have our likes Japan shit sounder. Oh, I think you do. Everybody work. Ah. Everybody work. Ah. Everybody work. He big mean man whip us. We are slaves. Here we are. Ah. Help us. We will stop you. There's no escape this time. No. It's you who will be the one escaping. Not Pikachu. Please don't sue. Ha ha ha. Axel Foley, Judge Reinhold. <laughs> I'm picturing this, but I can't remember what it is. It's the Clerks oh, no. cartoon. You want the truth? Uh, you can handle the truth. Show me the money. Not take it too. Oh no! Fuck yeah, yeah. Bear driving. How can that be? Should probably be the sounder. I think I I was thinking of that. Every time we would talk about a likes Japan ship sounder, likes Japan shit sounder, but I could never place it. 
And I think I think we just found it. It's 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 Korean. I had a, a realization when I was watching that episode at one point. It's like, you know, that shit really was animated by Korean animators, as you know, <laughs> most animation is. Like not a lot of it's done in the States. And so like I just imagine being one of those Korean animators and this coming across and going, Hey, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing that the first time and thinking it was hilarious. It's pretty funny. That clerk's cartoon is solid. There's a bit. Uh, if you listen to the commentary, Look at you turning around. Which, of course, you know I did back in the day a lot. There's a, a bit in one of the episodes where Dante and Randall are like crouched down behind the register doing whatever, and there's like a bowl of rice and chopsticks on the shelf, and like that was none of the boards or <laughs> none of the anything. It's like that's just the <laughs> that must have been just the Korean animators like revenging us <laughs> throwing this bowl of rice into the show. Very and we won't we won't play it on the show just because uh, we should go to break pretty soon. But uh, please do check out the Eleventh Hour Facebook page. Those that haven't, we got two videos up there that are just great. Uh, one of them is Indian Superman and Spider Woman, and the other one is Indian Michael Jackson. <laughs> please Shit. watch them; they are fucking great. <laughs> Jose, did you watch this Indian Michael Jackson? Yeah. Okay. Good. I I posted that a while ago. Did you? Yeah, like a long time ago. Well, posted it again. Them Indians, they post some crazy shit. <laughs> they crazy, man. You crazy. They don't give a fuck. You crazy, India. They're, it's kind of like all day. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, let's take a break. Let's do it. It's been a while. Oh, oh, I found it! Go on. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably a sounder, too. (laughs) Play me to break, Colossus. (laughs) Yeah, enjoy this. This is a a, a band I recently discovered in the past week. It's called In This Moment. It's fucking, uh, it's rad. It's good stuff. Yeah, love you, bye. Break!
lipstick across my face Wipe off all these lies for me, my love Tell me what you say Kiss my wrist, you're killing me one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours that's just a single day after that they're gone forever and uh best yet if you want to check them out buy a little something something they're going to throw a little kickback to us your folks your friends here at the podcast so go to panelsonpage.com Click that banner at the top of the page or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpages.com. Or you can just update your bookmark. Check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped. That's R-I-P-T dot panelsonpages.com. T-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on. Help us keep the podcast going. Help us keep the site up. And gets you a pretty cool T-shirt, man. Cool swag. Cool shirts. Good people. Good deals from your favorite podcast. So check it out, ripped.panelsonpages.com, 24-hour limited edition t-shirts that are pretty damn awesome. Check it out, 
And uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. A little bit of news this week, a little tiny bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John in the chat asks, what track was that that was in this moment doing what? Bones? Uh, in this moment is a band. The song is called Bones. I know one of the chicks. Is it, It's an all-chick band, right? Uh, no, chick singer. Uh, the rest of the, the a bunch of dudes in another band. Okay, then I think maybe the singer was a member of Kitty at one point. Maybe. Or maybe. Oh, the, the videos are crazy. She's got like this, like, uh, this, like, fucking heavy metal Lady Gaga thing going on. and uh, It's pretty cool. Uh, the, um, the new album is called Black Widow. I got that. And then like they're kind of best of from their indie shit on the Spotify. So that's good stuff. I dig it. I don't often discover new bands. I'm like, oh, look at that. Something shiny and new. <laughs> Especially fucking new rock bands. I mean, those are, you know, they don't really yeah. exist so much anymore. <laughs> Those days are far and in between. Far and in between. <laughs> yeah. Not, not, not a thing that happens often. It's hard being bold. What? <laughs> oh, God. I'm fucking old, you guys. My back is killing me right now. You're Fuck the youngest you. out of all of us. Yeah, I know. That's what sucks. <laughs> You've got five years on Jose. I've, I've I've got this dull ache that's becoming less dull. I think I might be overdoing it. <laughs> Maybe. Come for that goddamn mellow this weekend. What about you? You still you got DDP yoga, didn't you? I d- yeah yeah yeah. I just um I should probably do it more often. It's just you know. I train like four hours a week. And, you know, in the days I don't do that, I kind of need to rest my fucking body. You know, like, because it is the most physically demanding fucking thing you can do next to soccer. Ha! Soccer. Those motherfuckers are fit, man. (laughs) That's a lot of fucking running. Like, a lot. I was just yeah. laughing at soccer as a whole, not necessarily that they weren't fit. Oh, just fuck you, soccer? Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been like, tracking like my food and shit like really heavily in the next uh, past couple weeks, you know, uh, past month or so. You know, just and fucking shedding weight like crazy. Well, I take it back. Not necessarily shedding weight, but definitely leaning up and stuff. And so, you know, the days I do jujitsu, it's like, bro. You, you you can't you can't eat this little and then go do that much. <laughs> you hit the little button to complete the entry and it pops up and says, "We will not log this day for you." I'm like, fine, <laughs> fuck it, I don't care. Do it again Wednesday, asshole. So yeah, wish me luck this weekend, guys. <laughs> Good luck, bro. Bring home the gold. Bring home some of that cha-ching, bling. If you don't, I think I'm gonna have to take over as host because I am the only champion on this show. Well, Jose's a tag team champion, but, you know, really, like, that doesn't count. God oh, damn, it doesn't son. count, huh? Now it doesn't count? God damn. I mean, I fucking, terror, I fucking carried him to those tag titles, but. Oh, know. Jesus. <laughs> this fucking guy. We created a monster. Reign fucking of terror. Hashtag reign of terror, a, y'all. Gets a little taste of gold and goes fucking nuts. Oh, it's. 
more than a little taste. <laughs> it's a big old mouthful of gold. Oh, Christ. Let's, uh, so let's make, the news. taking it all that much sweeter. <laughs> that's not leaving Florida. You're right. Ever. Let's get a little Ever. thick up in here. <laughs> We're going to be like the fucking Bushes and Clintons. <laughs> Just our house. <laughs> the fucking dynasty. We're going to rename that the Florida Pop League. Eh. With the fucking... I don't know if I really want to associate myself with this state. <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy the uh, the occasional uh, Florida man retweets you put up there. Oh, yeah. That's a great Twitter account. <laughs> At Florida man. What's the fucking news this week? What is up with the fucking news? What's up with you, goddamn news? What is? We'll do it live. Okay. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Fuck it! Fuck it! In five, four, three. This is the Pop Top Six Pack of News for January 26th, 2016. Fucking thing sucks! sucks. D- DC is preparing for a rebirth as teasers would suggest, less than five years after the launch of the New 52. Some believe this will be a line-wide reboot to parallel the growing DC movie and television projects, but sources close to the podcast suggest this is actually DC's fun way of announcing that Dan Didio will be getting his dick and balls cut off this year to be reborn as Danielle Didio. (laughs) Platinum Games, the team behind last year's Transformers Devastation console game, has announced Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutants in Manhattan, arriving this summer. Featuring four-player online co-op, a story by IDW's Tom Waltz, and art inspired by the IDW comics, look forward to Lee finishing the game and having to wait nine months before Nyes finally catches up. Why not? Get it. The fan-made web series X-Men Danger Room Protocol has been canceled indefinitely by the creator after legal pressure from Marvel. This guy's first mistake was not buying the X-Men movie rights back when Marvel was headed for bankruptcy. <laughs> Latino Review has a muy caliente habanero of a rumor regarding <laughs> Thor Ragnarok, Thor Ragnarok, which sources claim will integrate story elements from Planet Hulk, with the God of Thunder fighting the Green Goliath in a gladiator arena on an alien planet. When asked to reveal their sources, Latino Review released a statement reading, Yo no sé. I'm going to go take a siesta. (laughs) Word is that the Russo brothers filmed multiple high-profile character deaths on the set of Captain America Civil War to misdirect those that would look to leak or spoil key plot points. One thing's for sure. If if we've learned anything from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, whomever dies probably won't stay dead for long. And finally, two Wongs apparently do make a right, as the Martians' Benedict Wong will play the Sorcerer Supreme sidekick Wong opposite Bendy Dick Briarpatch in Doctor Strange. When asked for comment regarding playing a character with the same surname, Wong replied, at least my name isn't Dictaphone Cumbersome. And that is the pop- top <laughs> six-pack of news for January 26, 2016. Wow. Infotainment. Yeah. Bendy Dick. 
Briar Patch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's start it out with DC's teasers for Rebirth. Which yeah. both Jeff Johns, Jim Lee, and I think officially DC have uh, retweeted, tweeted, what what have you. And it's nothing. It's just, you know, this this image of a curtain with the word rebirth on it. And like, I mean, goddamn, just couldn't care less. <laughs> like, they're doing this. Marvel's doing that dead no more thing. Like, fuck, I don't care. Well, I think I this is a little bit more uh, impactful or or uh, it has more ramifications than dead no more would. I mean, you know, not really. Hell, Marvel just did a, a big number one relaunch thing. Like, you know, it, it did the thing it's supposed to do. And that's fucking fine. But, like, just, uh, uh, the thing about it being DC, though, is that this could be a line wide thing, or it could purely be a story. Because they, they, both Flash and Green Lantern had miniseries called Rebirth at DC. Yes. So, you know, I mean, the blue. Curtain could be a fucking blue cape. It could be getting Batman Rebirth. You know, uh, Snyder Capullo are leaving Batman. Maybe that's what's happening next. Maybe we're doing Batman Rebirth. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think they're going off of the TV and they're giving Captain Cold his own show. Or they very well might be. Whatever. I didn't include the news that Snyder and Greg Capullo were leaving Batman because of this news story. Because if if this is the rumors are to be true and they're kind of relaunching with all new number ones, then that makes sense as to why they're leaving Batman. Right, right, right. Uh, so, but before the reboot, reborn teasers hit, you know, Bleeding Cool was already on of top of things, saying that you know DC was doing a line wide reboot, and then you know the reborn teasers come out, and then uh, Bleeding Cool pulled some Facebook posts from some uh, notorious comics retailers, and they're essentially saying that, well, they fucked us last time because they knew it was happening. They knew well in advance that they were rebooting. They didn't tell us until it was too late, so we had ordered a shitload of books from uh, you know titles that were going to be ending. And... You know, a bunch of readers dropped those books because they knew that the the new Fifty Two was coming. So they're like, "Why am I going to waste my money on these books that essentially don't matter anymore?" Right. right. So a lot of these retailers are saying, "Okay, well, cool. Uh, here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're not going to order any more DC books until uh, you know Rebirth happens because everybody's going to drop this shit anyhow, and we're not going to get fucked like we did last time." Which yeah, like they're, they're saying, you know, we'll buy for the describers. And that's kind of it. What all these guys are saying. Yeah, we'll we'll buy a bunch of Harley Quinn because we know you guys like that shit. <laughs> like that's not even a, that's not even a joke. The the guy fucking says that. Don't worry, yeah. we're, we're we're still gonna buy Harley Quinn. It's we're fine. gonna <laughs> overbuy Harley Quinn. Don't worry. Do not worry. We're gonna do Batman. We're gonna do Harley Quinn. It's it's gonna be fine. Oh DC. Yeah, I mean and. At this point, I feel kind of bad if it does kind of end up being nothing because they've 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 not built up a whole lot of goodwill. Yeah, just nothing, you know. Like to where at this point they can't even have like a good idea, <laughs> and you know have it work out well, man. 
Like, it'd be like, hey, you know, we're going to ship all of our comics uh, with a $20 bill inside of it. <laughs> they'd be like, oh, what? The $20 bill with a fucking man on the front of it? Like, well, <laughs> come on! <laughs> Yeah, so I charge you thirty. I gotta be for losing. I gotta be, you know, I gotta have the patriarchy shoved in my face. Yeah, They're like, but it's 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 a twenty. Poor bastard. But really, like, if you think about it, it sucks that they would be rebooting again so soon after the new Fifty Two. But then again, that was five years ago, and that's yeah, fucking right. an eternity. Yeah, in done comic like book three time. Re- relaunches in that time. It would make sense to align things with the movie and the TV universes, which Marvel did. Do a big, you know, a bunch of number ones. Fine. That shit happens all the time. You know, I think they only get into trouble when they start fucking with continuity. Like, that's when people tend to get upset. Well, continuity's fucked to begin with. Well, yeah, that is also true. Yeah. Yeah, is it you know is it damage control trying to go back to the way shit was pre New Fifty Two? If that's the case, then you run the risk of alienating the people that have been reading your fucking books for five years. You know, like there's whenever they fuck around with the continuity, it's a bad idea. Like and that's Indian, not just DC. That's a bad idea. But, you know, number ones in and of itself aren't necessarily they're not bad. You know, the, the number ones are just that's what comics do now. You yeah. know, it's fine, but. Uh, I don't know, man. Watch out for that train, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> you guys hear the fucking train? <laughs> that train is angry. It's. Just, I feel like it's unwise to do the lineman thing. I mean, I, I guess at the end of the day, you know, I can pretty much I can say with relative confidence that you know more people watch Arrow, Flash, Gotham, and Supergirl than read Arrow, Flash, or Batman comic books. Probably. You know, I mean, so maybe there's a reason for that, but at the same time, those people know that Batman, Green Arrow, and the Flash are comic book characters. If they wanted to buy Batman, Green Arrow, and Flash comic books, they would be doing that. But then again, you know, know, they have the opportunity, which they've never really done to any great length, is if they do kind of reshape things to look more like the movie and TV universes than actually advertise the comics on their TV shows or during their movies or before before their movies. You know, that yeah. that could get you some new readers. But at, at this point, man, it, it really seems like, and this is not just a DC thing, but it's Marvel too, like the comic books, you know, in a lot of ways kind of exist, you know, as you know, placeholders for this IP. You know what I mean? Like, Disney didn't buy Marvel because they love comic books. You know, Disney bought Marvel because they love money. Yeah. They love Spider-Man, they love Captain America. Yeah, I want to put Captain America on a fucking lunchbox and you know, make all these I want to you know, wrestle Spider-Man movies back from Sony like, you know, it's all money. And the comic books are are such a small small piece of that pie now, man, that like it's almost irrelevant, you know, like I love it. I'm always going to love it. It's one of those things. I'm glad to have them, but you know, it's not the big picture thing anymore. You know, it's that's why you know it's Marvel Entertainment, it's not Marvel Comics anymore. It's DC Entertainment, not DC Comics. You know, like they they know what the fuck is up. It's but not like, WWF, it's World Wrestling Entertainment. That too. I think if you had the right marketing behind it, with 
you know, digital comics these days, I think you could make comics a legitimate money maker. Not at four bucks a pop, they can. No, 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 no. Especially not when you can get fucking Netflix for ten dollars a month. Yeah, four bucks. Like that's the thing that, that the the summon block I have anytime I try to turn somebody on to comics. Like whoa, whoa, it's four bucks, and I'm done in like ten minutes. I'm like, they were like a buck when I started reading them. Does that help? <laughs> They're like, no. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, so it's I, I God I damn fuck. Yeah, I, I don't I don't get the the move, man. It's weird. Hey, got him in the news. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Probably not the news they wanted. Poor bastards. Uh so some good news. I wonder if this counts as Did DC, DC do something, something stupid? stupid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, it's been four days. Since DC did something stupid. That's probably when they announced That would be the teaser. Yep. Yep. The, yep. That's it. Yep. Let's see. The longest time on record without DC doing something stupid was 109 days. Wow. That's that's long. Yeah. Does it tell us... What broke it? Yeah. Uh, well, what broke the record, what broke the streak was the uh, translated from Pakistanian. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. Yeah, but hey, uh, from Platinum Games and Activision, the the teams that made Transformers Devastation, coming out with a Ninja Turtles game, Ninja Turtles Mutants in Manhattan. It looks great, and the thing about it that I think looks the best is that it's it's fucking comic book Ninja Turtles. Yeah, Yeah. how cool is that? Written by the the writer, well, that that the fucking amazing Santaluco designs, man, like. The guy who's drawn the best Ninja Turtles comic books in the fucking history of Ninja Turtle comic books. Yes. Yeah. Fuck you, that Kevin guy Eastman. did the design work. That's amazing. I I wasn't a hundred percent sure that they were comic designs until they showed that last shot of Bebop, and I'm like, okay, yes, these are a hundred percent the comic book Ninja yeah. Turtles. I, I, the, the shapes and the mask and the stills I saw gave it away for me. I'm like, oh shit, they're really doing it. Yeah, I love. And then um, I, I I've been playing a lot of Metal Gear. Because, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. But I also got that Transformers Devastation for Christmas. I've been popping that. It's, you know, it's it's kind of a <coughs> run mashy, grindy kind of thing, whatever. But that said, it does play really, really well. Um, it's a lot of fun. It looks fucking amazing. It looks like the car- the cartoon brought to life. You right. know, it looks amazing. And then they're bringing a lot of that same style of this, tra- this uh, Ninja Turtle game, which is good because, holy shit, I bought that. Out of the Shadows game. Oh, what a piece of garbage. That's a fucking <laughs> awful, awful game. That's like... What, we played it that one night and never, never touched, touched it, it again. again. I tried it a couple times. I thought, maybe it's me. Maybe I don't know. Nope. No, it is not me. That game is ass. Whenever Mary and I will like fire up the old Xbox and we'll see that as one of the apps on the Xbox, I'll just read it as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oots. Oots. Yeah. I can't believe they named the sequel after that. The movie sequel, Oots. Yeah. Ugh. Bad sign. But also, I saw I just saw in the Twitter a little while ago that um, Platinum said that uh, it will feature co-op uh, campaign mode. Yep. So, that's fucking awesome, you guys. I'm, I'm very hyped for this. It looks amazing. Bros. Let's be fucking Ninja Turtles online. <laughs> Let's, Let's do it. 
Oh my god, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jose, buy a PlayStation. On it. <laughs> he says, done. So yeah, the news on that is, okay, that sounds awesome. Let us have it, please. Yeah, please. And please let it not be Oots. Yeah, no Oots. No Oots. Oots free zone. Uh... So the next story is this X-Men Danger Room Protocols. Did, ha, had you guys gotten a chance to see any of this, these videos before it got shut down? I, I, I saw had, the I first knew, one. I saw like, pictures of it, but I hadn't actually got around to watching it. Jose, you I saw, saw the, the one with um, Wolverine and Jean Grey. Okay. So, yeah, that was the first episode. Was there more? No, no, no. That was the first there were gonna episode be. that was released. And uh, they he also had like a trailer before that kind of explaining it. And for those that don't know, X-Men Danger Room Protocols, it was put together by this guy, Joel Furtado. I don't know if he's related to Nelly or not, but Thank uh, you. it's a animated web series that looks like the old 90s X-Men cartoon, but in kind of 16-bit video game style. So it's very stylized, but it's very recognizable as the 90s X-Men, but they've also included characters that weren't ever on the show, but given them that 90s design. And the essential setup is each episode is two X-Men doing a danger room scenario. So the first one was Jean Grey and Wolverine fighting Sentinels and then Nimrod. Very cool. Like, I'm kind of... I'm very judgy about other people's videos. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't... No. I, I I have a... You know, a little, a little bit of jealousy, but I, when something's good, I can recognize it as good. And this was really good and really fun, and there was a lot of love involved. And this guy's a, a big fan since the '90s, and so he got one episode out there, and Marvel shut his ass down. Um, it, you know, he didn't kickstart this or anything. He paid. He did this all himself. He, you know used all of his savings to put this together and he just doesn't have the money to fight Marvel on it. But I, I think I don't understand. I don't get it. What what part? Like I don't understand how this is different than like, you know, the dozens upon hundreds of other fucking, you know, web series, you know, fan film things that are out there. That's what this guy says. He's That's like, what I'm saying every time we get our shit pulled and then I see <laughs> some other bullshit up. He's, you know, he goes on to say about how he doesn't get how, you know, unlicensed, you know, intellectual property can be used on T-shirts or, you know, sold as prints or sold at artist alleys or other types of, especially when he's not, he wasn't selling this thing and he wasn't monetizing it either. But I think the problem is it got too much steam and too many people were into it and it got. Uh, too much of a buzz behind it and it's x-men so doubly marvel's like no 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 because you fucking do something x-men would you know they're trying to disavow that the x-men ever happened yeah i saw was it on the robot six article it was somewhere i saw the joke that was like well maybe if he had he had done an inhumans web series they wouldn't have pulled it marvel would have shared that shit (laughs) But I think this guy's it, – it's it's gotten enough 
press that he'll get a job with someone easily. Like Jose yeah. said, like don't shut him down, hire his ass. But yeah. he'll do what you want. You he'll want to see hired. talented people, you know, get recognized. Yeah. But uh, we've always joked that's what we're aiming for. He's we're aiming suit. to do something that gets so big we're getting shut down. Damn right. <laughs> because that means you're, you know, you're on the right track. You're on the radar. People people see you. People start knowing your name now. People start seeing your shit. And they're waiting for that next thing. And then you either rock the boat or you fucking rock the boat. Those are the only two options. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the only two options. <laughs> <laughs> no C. No C. Nope. Uh, next up is a... Uh, described by Latino Review, let me let me see here. Let me find that. Scorching hot rumor from Latino Review. Scorching hot. Scorching rumor. hot. Muy muy caliente. This is how Hulk will be involved in Thor Ragnarok. Uh, earlier this week, earlier this week, Mark Ruffalo had mentioned about how Ragnarok is going to be like a road trip movie with Hulk and Thor, which sounds fucking amazing, and said Doesn't that it, it was very. Uh, funny, like uh, it's going to be a comedic adventure between them, and then this rumor com- comes out from Latino Review that Thor Ragnarok is going to involve elements from the Planet Planet Hulk storyline, where uh, Thor is going to be banished from Asgard to a na- neighboring planet, and he ends up competing in gladiator battles. He beats a few, and then they bring out their champion, and it's fucking Hulk. Which I, I like the Hulk buddy idea better. The fucking buddy road trip. Well, yeah. I think you I could think that still might be, that might be one and the same. You could yeah, you could still do that because you could have them fight and then have them try and just fucking get back. They got to get home, you know. I mean, if this is true, I'm all over it. I think if it is true, it's a smart way to do Planet Hulk. Yeah, where you don't have don't to make do it the whole movie. Yeah, and you don't have to do as much setup as you would need for a Planet Hulk movie because you know Planet the Planet Hulk storyline had a lot of moving parts in it. Yeah, with the I mean, Illuminati, it, it truly, I mean, expertly fucking crafted. Yeah. Like I mean, it's it's a wonderful story. It's great, but in the terms of incorporating it into the MCU, that's a lot of setup involved. Yeah, it's a lot of track delay for sure. But you know, we we've seen him. In a in a ship type thing, we don't know where the fuck he goes. He can be there, and you know you never have to tell me how he gets there. You don't have to. But you fucking have it be a line of dialogue, you know. Yeah, that's all you need. Quick flashback. Yeah, give me a few seconds. You know what I mean? Like no, I don't need no. the whole fucking easy. Fucking, I've got a, a perfectly easy explanation. Uh, let's say uh, it's the Red King is you know running these gladiator battles. He's got some sort of fucking teleporter, and he uh, sent the teleporter to Earth and kidnapped the Hulk. He's just going around kidnapping gladiators, kind of like the Collector a little bit. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Simple. Welcome, Marvel. (laughs) We gave you John Bernthal as the Punisher, and now we gave you your story for Thor Ragnarok. I mean, it was sitting on the page. It was tough. You didn't know what to do. 
There Print you go. it, Latino Review. <laughs> Even more scorchier. <laughs> <laughs> we just gave you the ghost pepper of news, motherfucker. Ah, I love it. Uh, so, m- more Marvel Studios, Marvel Cinematic Universe news. Apparently, they have filmed multiple death scenes for Captain America Civil War to uh, throw people off the scent so that uh, even people on set don't know who actually dies, but a lot of them die. And, you know, I guess their film. Uh, they did it for Age of Ultron, too, I believe, where they filmed Hawkeye and Quicksilver yeah. death scenes. So they've apparently filmed at least three different death scenes in Captain America Civil War. And you know what? I would be happy if three or more people actually die in Civil War. Goddamn, son. <laughs> I've it would t- definitely yeah, the stakes. But when you win, you can always bring them back with the fucking Infinity Stones. Exactly. So anyone's fair, anyone should be fair game. Yes. Uh, I've mentioned on the podcast before who I want to die in Captain America Civil War, right? Yeah, all the Blakes. No, that is not true. <laughs> I'm not my father. That, those those were your words. No, no. I have said Black before, but I have never said that I want the Blacks to die. Just checking. I'm not the Oscars. Oh. Hey, yo. Oh, did you see the fucking... Um... I was in the gas station, and it was like the whatever New York paper goes to the gas stations at Wawa, and it had a picture of a lady like walking through snow, oh, all yeah. bundled up in the storm, and it was like a uh, weather forecast wider than the Oscars. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I, I want it. I should have bought it. Why? I almost bought it. Why did we need to know this was at Wawa? <laughs> Why was that part of the story necessary? It's whatever New York newspaper goes to the gas station. (laughs) It's probably the New York Times. Yeah, sure. Okay. Wider than the Oscars. (laughs) Oh, shit. No, uh, I've said before, to mirror the comic storyline in Civil War, I think that Ant-Man as Giant Man should get a hole blasted through him. Right, but we know that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. coming out. Right? I know. I also think Captain America should die. Yeah, that would actually be pretty rad. I, I would, I would be okay with that. I would miss him, but I'd be okay with it. But he'd be back in two movies. He'd be no. back by Infinity War Part Two. Yeah, I'm okay. Oh with yeah, because you know there's no way he is not going to be in that. Right. Between like this thing and then like you know <laughs> the the stuff with the Hulk th- thing, and I've seen several clickbait articles trying to tell me you know how Spider Man comes into Civil War and all the shit like and like I don't I don't read it. Like you know you know what I'll find out in the goddamn theater. <laughs> you know what I have read every spoilery article on. Batman v Superman. <laughs> like, they've spoiled so much at this point. Oh, and I just gave Jose a fucking opportunity to bring his his story ah, back ah, up. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what, 
What were you going to talk about, Jose? Now they're already saying that a fucking new, 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 new trailer or commercial or fucking teaser shows Darkseid now? No. Can we just shut the fuck up? No, it teases Darkseid. Just come out with the goddamn movie already because it'll be soon, guys. Like, it's in a couple months. That's still more two, two months from today. Yeah, it's soon. It's too much time. By the time that comes out, we would have seen like 50 trailers for Holy it. Holy fuck, that means that we're even less time away from Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> and every time there's a story that's like, oh yeah, uh, will Daredevil be in Infinity War? I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Of course he will be. Yeah. Of course. Yep. Why not? We missed a lot of, in our list of 67 Marvel characters that are going to be in Infinity War, I think we missed a lot of, especially the Asgardians we didn't list off, like Sif, oh, yeah, right. Sif and the Warriors 3 and Odin. Well, we also did kind of throw in a couple of just fucking, we were just naming We were like, shit. Uncle Ben, well, fuck that's, it. That's because we were struggling at one point. Yeah. Not Hogan, Cap's but mom. yes, Uncle Ben. <laughs> Cap's mom. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Cap's mom. That's the best. That's the best part. That that meme that was like frozen for seventy years, still remembers your mom or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> and then the final story. Uh, when I first saw the headline for this, I thought it was a joke. But actor Benedict Wong, who is, he's been in a lot of space movies. He was in Prometheus. He was in The Martian. He was in Moon. And he was in Sunshine, uh, Asian dude. Uh, He's great. He, he is going to be Wong in Doctor Strange opposite Breaking Benjamin Comstain. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm okay with it, man. I think he's a great actor. I think, you know, he's got the chops. He'll play, I think, really strongly against uh, Pokemon Catch em All. <laughs> I think you're going to have a really good time. <laughs> oh, man. Why not, man? I'm Why surprised the that they not? hadn't cast a Wong yet. It it was so it's so weird to me when they're casting people after the movie has already started shooting. Like they casted they cast Connie Nielsen as um, Wonder Woman's mother in the Wonder Woman movie, and that movie was already shooting. Well, I think it's a matter of you know all the the behind the scenes photos and shit that we've seen from Doctor Strange is the origin stuff, right? You know, and he doesn't. You know, he doesn't know Wong, man. You know, and who's Wong? His uh, uh, manservant. He's like his butler. His butler guy, right? Yeah, manservant to your best friend, uh, best good guy friend. One of the things uh, in one of the articles I read about him being cast as Wong was when Doctor Strange goes to the astral plane when he's like meditating. Wong has to be there to protect him to make sure nobody fucking sneaks up on him while he's meditating. Yeah, because Wong's a badass. Yeah. He's basically Doctor Strange's Kato. Yeah, yeah. I, sure. I don't know much of Doctor Strange as an individual character. All you know is that than... his hat is always on fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> his cape is always surprised. <laughs> gotcha classics uh so yeah that's it we got a wong man i'm all right with it nothing wrong with the wong 
Nothing wrong with a Wong. <laughs> so wait, uh, it's for Marvel. What is Civil War and Doctor Strange next year? This and then, year. This year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This year is right. Yeah, and then Thor is the November of next year. What's the spring one for next year? Um, is it Black Panther? No. Do we get an Infinity War next year? I don't know. I had to look it might. up. Looking it up right now, and and they've also moved Spider Man up. Um, because they moved Star Wars back. To, oh right. Uh, December, so they're moving. One of the moves they made is Spider Man's moving up. Okay, and then let's see. Okay. How fucked up is that? Disney has to rearrange their Marvel movies because they still have to do Star Wars. Oh, uh, Guardians. Guardians. Guardians, Spider-Man, and Thor next year. Then Black Panther, Infinity War, Ant-Man and Wasp, 2018. What What about Sinister Six? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Captain Marvel, Infinity War, Inhumans, 2019. That's fucking crazy. You That's guys. good. I I thought last we saw Black Panther was going to be in between Infinity Wars, but I think maybe because of this, uh, Spider-Man uh, rearranging that he's now before Infinity War, and we just have Captain Marvel in between Infinity Wars. I use these fucking movies as as benchmarks in my life, probably a lot more than I should. <laughs> well, I mean, no, because they are. <laughs> they, like, seriously, we've talked about this before, but when we were kids, this is what we dreamed of. This is this was impossible. It's definitely one of those things, like, you can honestly God say that, like, our children won't get it. No. Like, we'll never understand a world where, like, you know, we went a decade without a Ninja Turtle movie, and, you know, we never fucking thought we'd see an Avengers movie. I saw some Disney exec today. It was like, yeah, no, no, no. The the MCU was going to go on forever. Yeah, it was Bob Iger saying, yeah. we're going to make Marvel movies and Star Wars movies forever. So yeah. get ready. Yeah. You know. Hold on to your fucking butts. Robert Downey Jr. is not always going to be Iron Man, but we're never going to stop making Iron Man movies. Yeah. And fuck it. Why would they stop? Boss. It's a... Uh... Well, that's what they said when they shot Batman and Robin. <laughs> no, I don't think they were still saying that back then. Yeah, but somebody was. No. That's comic books. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. The problem comes Remix. <laughs> oh, so what do we got? Um, okay, so I was almost going to say something really positive about the artwork. Well, not really positive, but at least, you know, at least positive about the artwork of Uncanny X-Men after the first issue. You know, with Greg Land, and I'm like, this doesn't hurt my eyeballs. Um, but then issue two came out, and it hurt my eyeballs. Uh, what is it? Lots of hands? Uh, no, that's Salvador LaRocca. Greg Land's the guy that used to get in trouble all the time for tracing porn. Um, I don't think he does that so much anymore. Like Greg Land comics are no longer the 
hey, spot the celebrity that they used to be. But what do you mean does... tracing porn? Oh, yeah, he was kind of notorious for, like, you know, tracing porn actors and putting them in the comic books. That's why everything looked super duper stiff because most of his picture, most of his figure work was traced from something. Like, you know, Triple H was Colossus, you know, for a couple of covers, and Kate Beckinsale is Scarlet Witch, like, you know, really blatantly obvious just tracing fucking photographs. And <laughs> I don't think he does that much anymore. But, you know, the result still isn't very good. It's it's not good at all. And I'm I kind of feel bad for the X Men. Like this is a this is a book that should be kind of cool, but it's not. It's it's X. It's Magneto and a small team, because in the Marvel universe now, I don't know if this is a result of some shit Reed Richards thought would be fun to do when he remade the universe or something. I don't know. But the Terrigen Mist that was released way back at the end of that Infinity story um, is now suddenly poisonous to mutants. Was never a problem before. Now it's poisonous to mutants. So Uncanny X-Men is about Magneto, Sabretooth, I think M, Night, uh, Psylocke, and Archangel. And they are, you know, kind of guerrilla style, you know, protecting mutants or whatever, because there's this company called Someday that mutants are voluntarily going to and, like, you know, basically being put in, like, cryogenic space. It's like, hey, freeze me and wake me up when the cloud's gone. All right. Okay. And then there's somebody who, in the meantime, is targeting healers. And so they're trying to save healers. And it's like, I think they call them the Ravagers. I'm sure somebody that really knows X-Men can give a shit. But one of these guys is a blue skeleton on fire with shoulder pads. Sounds like Skeletor. No, 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 no. Like a black skeleton, just a skeleton, with blue fire. The only article of clothing he's wearing is, like, (laughs) shoulder pads. (laughs) It's for goddamn ridiculous. Like he looks like the '90s threw up all over him. Um, I think I'm kind of done with Uncanny X-Men. Uh, Maybe that's what they're going for. It's it's really weird. But you, what what you were explaining kind of sounds cool. Uh, I, I think I dig the Rogue style Magneto team. Yeah, for sure. I, I just you know there's something about it doesn't quite work. I can't. Really put my finger on what that is. It's 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 very strange. Um, is it the lack of porn star tracing? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe Do you need that. I might. Maybe that's what I need on my Greg Land artwork. Possibly. Did you um, see that link I just put in the chat, Jose? No. It Did is. A, it is an example of what is clearly Greg Land tracing porno. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Let me be the judge of this one. Oh no 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 no. There's no doubt. It it doesn't give you the original, but it's clear that that was porno. Yeah. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, she's not flying through the air because she was kicked across the room by a superpower. <laughs> Hold on, the goddamn chat closed. <laughs> you, you, hold on, let me tell you when I'm back in. You're going to have to relink it. Uh, Rob says they're the Dark Riders from uh, Executioner's Song. But yeah, that was not... Uh, I was not into the... Um, I was a kid like that. I missed all that shit. Oh my. She's supposed to be flying? Or something. It looks like she's... the story, she's not getting fucked. But according to the artwork, she's definitely getting fucked. Or diddling herself. Or, yeah, something like that. Yeah, she's not having a superhero fight. 
From well, if she's supersonic queefing, <laughs> Maybe and that's it. They, she's being ran at from behind, then Maybe. yeah, she's fighting. Yeah, why not? But you know, probably not. Uh, Silver Surfer number one again. Speaking of, you know, relaunches that are basically the same as what came before. Exact same creative team, new number one. Because fuck it, why not? You're gonna buy it. Um, was an amazing love letter to stories, which I thought was kind of, it was really lovely. Um, these aliens threaten to, you know, kind of destroy the thing that matters most to, you know, Earth's most precious resources. All right. So the, the surfer throws a smack down on those guys. Him and Don, uh, his girlfriend, lady person, go to Earth to visit her family, and they're having this big celebration and all this stuff, when suddenly... They realize, oh shit, I don't remember, you know, we're watching The Wizard of Oz, but I don't remember The Wizard of Oz. What the fuck? And they go up and it turns out that the resource these aliens were trying to steal were st- art. You know, they were stealing all the art, like all the knowledge of art, you know, from the planet. And so what happened was by the end of it, you know, Surfer and Don are having this big crazy fight when these aliens take on the form of like, you know, all the protagonists ever. So you have, like, the Silver Surfer and Dawn fighting, you know, these crazy fucked up green four-eyed alien versions of, like, you know, Tron and Doctor Who's and fucking Neo from the Matrix and The Bride and James Bond's. Like, it's it's really kind of neat, you know? And, like, there's a Tin Tin in there, all this stuff, Marty McFly. And, you know, they end up, you know, winning the day by Dawn reminding them, hey, you know, you, you these characters, you know, they, they these stories infected me in my life and all this and that so they have to be affecting you so if you do if they do then you know that you're the fucking good guys I'm like oh great we're all the good guys great here have your stuff back you know really this whole thing was just a love letter to stories and fiction and i thought it was really really nice and looks great super fun like it was Who, who's doing the book uh dance thought uh writing it and then mike all doing the artwork really really nice it's a love silver surfer this this book is really really fun man uh would, would, would it be like Jumping onto uh, Moon Knight. Oh yeah, like that, for sure. That that type of I dig it. Yeah, really easy to pick, to pick up. And I think like the the last run that they did before it was number one with like sixteen issues. It's in like two or three trades. Really, really good stuff. I think you'd really like it. It's great. Nice. I need to find my bag issue bucks and hit them. Yeah, damn right you do. Oh. <clears throat> Rob in the chat asked about the Hellcat series. I tried, but I could not get into it. I mean, I may try an issue two, see how it goes, but. I could not do the. I couldn't get into the Hellcat. Well, I mean, you don't have one of those cool uh, haircuts where you got the side of your head shaved off. Maybe that's what I don't know. <laughs> that could be part of the problem. Just on the back. Um, what you the hell are part of the problem, about? Lee. You're part of the patriarchy that I doesn't read Hellcat. <laughs> I'm certainly part of the problem. Uh, Captain Marvel number one. Um, Michelle Fazekas and Tara Butters. They created that show Reaper back in the day, and they're the showrunners on Agent Carter. They're writing it, and that's pretty cool. And everyone loves Butters. Everyone loves Butters. That's me. Uh, Chris Anka on art. Um, I don't. I didn't dislike it, but they're really kind of you know the the issue really centers around the fact that Captain Marvel is now like you know the leader of this Alpha Flight space team, and it's like you know <clears throat> they have a book for that. Like that's the A Force book is all about this Alpha Flight in space thing. And so, you know, if I wanted to read that, I don't give a fuck about Alpha Flight. So if I wanted to read that, I'd be reading that A-Force book. So it just kind of felt like, you know, A-Force 2 starring Captain Marvel. And that was kind of a bummer. Um, but it was really good. 
you know, that being what it is, it was still pretty fun. Uh, looks great. Looks really, really great. Um, and then two more uh, Tokyo Ghost number five. Holy shit, you guys. Is that the sequel to Tokyo Drift? <laughs> it is not. Uh, Tokyo Ghost is the fucking truth, man. Uh, this is the end of the first arc. It'll be out in trade soon. If you've slept on it, I cannot recommend Tokyo Ghost enough. There was a lot of... Is it Tokyo Ghost or Tokyo Ghoul? Or are those two completely different things? Two different things. I'm a Tokyo Ghoul, but Tokyo Ghost is a story uh, it's set in a future where like everyone is plugged in all the time. You know, it, it, it's certainly. Yeah, I don't know if that's too far from the future. It, it's very much an indictment on like you know the the twenty four hour news cycle, reality TV, fucking cell phone culture. You know, like people have the implants, all this stuff. Everyone's always plugged in. You know, uh, and so you know this constable led. You know, is this guy? He's this fucking monster of a man. You know, he just enforces. You know, the brutal militant, you know, militant justice of the 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 ruling powers, the media companies, all this shit. But his girlfriend Deb does not. She doesn't have any tech implants. You know, she's very much you know not into. She's not jacked anything like that. But they get dispatched to go to the last place on Earth, which is free from technology, Tokyo, because you know there's an EMP there stopping them from going in and, and extracting the resources. And then when they get there, they find a fucking paradise. You know, and they you know they get led off of the tech, off the drugs, off the men, all that shit. You know, and they they have this wonderful life together. And of course, it cannot last. And this is the issue where shit really, really hits the fan in a truly terrible, heart-wrenching way. Um, I fucking love it. It's it's amazing story. It looks incredible. Like, Sean Murphy is, I mean, definitely one of I, my favorite artists working today. The stuff he's doing is amazing. And this book is gorgeous, man. He's uh, most recently did the uh, uh, Chrononauts uh, series of Mark Millar uh, last, last year. It was incredible stuff. And this... He's getting to create, you know, all this crazy tech in this new world while still playing with like all these feudal samurai uh, archetypes and art styles. It's fucking amazing. It's incredible stuff, man. Uh, really, really great. Can't can't recommend it highly enough. Um, and then, last thing I'll talk about real quick is Transformers number forty-nine, one issue away from the big fiftieth anniversary celebration. Um, <clears throat> after surprise, surprise, Galvatron. Having you know, revealed that he's been, you know, playing this cunning ruse all along to bring the war back to Earth, Soundwave is devastated because he thinks there's going to be this peaceful Decepticon commune up in space and shit like that, you know. But no, Galvatron's an evil son of a bitch, militaristic warlord. Of course, he's going to bring war to Earth. <clears throat> Optimus Prime space bridges his ass to Earth with a couple of his combiner buddies and a couple of his most badass robot buddies, and says, "No, no, I'm here to annex the Earth." And bring him under Cybertronian protection officially. And he fucking plants a Cybertronian flag in the planet. It was the ballerest thing he's ever done. <laughs> fucking crazy. So he's going to enforce, you know, a benign rule upon the Earth. So it's going to be fucking wild, man. They're telling some crazy-ass stories over there in those books. Too fucking good. Too damn good. You say this shit's mine now. Yeah. Yeah, it's mine, and you can't break it. Yeah, it's, it's fucking amazing. So you, go, you got anything nice? You know what we're talking about? Uh, yes. Uh, you figured out your Kindle, sir. I did. And I've read uh, three or four issues of Ninja Turtles, starting with issue 44. That's the issue that Donatello gets his shell broke. Jesus Christ. So I'm I'm planning to be caught up on Turtles by next week, hopefully. 
But uh, I'm getting the hang of it, man. You know, keeping my battery charged, learning how to, you know, zoom in on the panels so that you know the reading is a seamless experience, and I don't have to squint my eyes. Yeah, a few things are worse when the batteries run out on your comics. <laughs> like, oh, I forgot to charge my oh, comics. That, that's what happened last week uh, because you you had to leave suddenly. I had planned to sit down and read some comics last week, but I sat down and I had one percent battery on my Kindle. Yeah, because uh, uh, you know, newsflash to everybody, uh, my kid has night terrors, and that's fucking crazy town. Yeah, uh, fun. We Googled night terrors last week, and it's it, there was a few different conflicting definitions of what night terrors are, but none of them are good. Yeah, none of them are good. Yeah, no, no, <clears throat> no. Is this is this horrible place between consciousness and unconsciousness? We're just. Everything sucks. Where you essentially wake up and you're like, where the fuck am I? What the fuck is going on? I hate this. <laughs> yeah, he walks around, you know, tugging on you, asking for you, calling for you as if you're not there. And his eyes, it's like the lights are on, but there's nobody home. You know, it's it's fucking scary, man. Very well. I, I don't care for it. Tell we me. talked about it. And I'm like, never do it again. And he's yeah. like, fuck you. I'm like, yeah. okay. Tell him he needs to get over that shit. <laughs> What you got, Jose? Um, I read the that uh, New York paper that they have at Wawa. Yeah, <laughs> you read the front <laughs> the page of that. See, I think no, I, at the end of the day, Wawa is fun to say. Oh, they just opened up a Wawa right down the street from me. Mm. Ah. What's your favorite thing to get at Wawa? I get the same thing every time I go there. And then I get the same thing every time I go to Publix. I'll start with Publix first, though. <laughs> Publix, I get the moho pork. This is a, with, a sub. Yes, moho pork sub with um, extra onions from just what the moho pork sits in and chopped onions. Get them to chop up the tomatoes. Put some banana peppers on that bitch. Some mayonnaise, some cheddar cheese, a little spicy mustard, and fuck it up. Uh, Wawa Italian sub. Got All some day, of that, every day. Some of that capicola, some of that gabagool. <laughs> <laughs> All day. Should really, you know, kind of incur the wrath of the Burger King and have a sandwich called the Wawa Whopper. <laughs> Yeah. No, no Burger King will ever touch the Big Boss. <laughs> the Big Boss Burger. That shit just ain't happening. There is no no Burger King in the states that can no. touch no the Big Boss Whopper. No. There's just, just no, be, no there's just no fucking a, way. A terrible disappointment at this point. You know, speaking of chopping up onions. I have to say, and this is this is a, a lesson in adulting for those listening, man. But nothing like some brand new sharp knives cutting through vegetables when I was making my oh, chili. Yeah. Oh man, I I even YouTube uh, some videos on you know vegetable cutting techniques, and I was a fucking goddamn Iron Chef in there. <laughs> so proud of myself. I got a cleaver, y'all. I took some pulled pork, spread it out on my cutting board, and just went. 
It's fun. Just fucking leave it to Beaver, huh? It's fun, but don't cut yourself. I didn't cut myself, which was nice. They sharp. Cooking's sure. fun. It's a beautiful thing. I think that's uh, that's about that's as solid, good a show folks. as we're gonna get, man. Yeah. Goddamn right. It's a fine program we have here. Yeah, if you want to email us, send it to uh, popcast at panelsonpage.com or I'll leave us a voicemail by calling 616-9511-POP. Yeah, let us know what's going on in your world, man. Good, bad, or otherwise. Let Jose know what other things you think you should do with this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking awesome. Wonderful stuff. Yeah, so, um, if that is it, then yeah, for... Uh, Jose Guzman and Jason Nyes. I am the Lord Reverend Rodriguez, and we'll talk to you guys next week at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at chat.panelsonpages.com. Sweet deal, man. Good night. We love you. Goodbye.
That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. 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 